The Everyman Podcast. The Everyman Podcast. Big dog, Daryl Campbell. My brother, how are you? My bro, love you, man. I'm doing great, bro. I too. I'm, in, I'm, in, I'm, in, I'm locked in the canoe with my bro. We're I good. too good. love you. It's the pot of love. It's the pot of positivity. Hell and yeah. uh, we're here. Another week, another pod. And uh, blessed and highly favored as always. And I'll tell you what. We were just talking a little bit before we got started here about the just the simple madness that goes into, you know, relocating <laughs> your life. Now, a couple months ago when we had this realization that we that we were going to we were going to do this, it was like, yeah. yeah, let's do it. And, you know, it sounds much simpler on paper. You think, okay, we'll pack up all our stuff. Got it. We start packing in January. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, putting little mm-hmm. things away here and there. Yep. We'll list the house. We list the house. Check. We sell Check the house. Yeah. House is sold. Sold. Okay. Well, then we'll be like, we'll go out and we'll look at houses. Mm-hmm. So a couple weeks ago, we, we went out, looked at houses. We thought we had one. By the time we landed back in Philly, the uh, the deal fell through. It's a bummer, you know? And like when we bought our house where we are currently, it was like we, we found one house we want to put an offer in. We found it. We, lo- we lowballed them we got it for a little bit higher than we lowballed them for. And that was it. And then we just yeah. moved in. Once you've built like a home, like yeah. this is the interesting thing is like the house is reverting to a house. This, yeah. this structure, it's just a box and it's, yeah. it's the, you look around your house and, and all the little things that make it a home. Like for us, it's, we have our calendar Mm-hmm. You know, it's a whiteboard calendar and my wife does a very wonderful, beautiful job of every month putting a, you know, she draws little themes on it. You know, if it's a- a- April, it's the Easter bunny and, mm-hmm. you know, uh, Valentine's day, it's, it's, you know, February, there's hearts everywhere, Christmas, there's little trees. It's adorable and mm-hmm. it always puts a smile on my face and that's where all your little appointments go. And, uh, you know, wipe that clear. You know, that comes, that's starting to come down all the little knickknacks, you know, our, our game room where all of our games and stuff are all boxed up the PlayStation, the Xbox, all that stuff's going away. You know, where I, I, dude, I wrapped up my Tommy Maddox autograph eight by 10, which I have to be the only human in America more than likely probably with an autograph Tommy Maddox. And I packaged that up and I wrote fragile art, you know, um, (laughs) and, and, you know, by the way, Tommy Maddox is teaching, high school math and coaching baseball at a suburban Dallas school. Who knows? Maybe someday he will coach my children. Who knows? Maybe. But you look around and and you, it's reverting to a house. Yeah. So that kind of is an interesting thing because you're watching, you're voluntarily. That's the other thing. It's like, you know, taking mushrooms. You got to remind yourself, like I wanted to do this. Mm -hmm. This I, (laughs) we're paying good top dollar to facilitate this. Like, this is a happy thing, even though it's yeah. a little weird. And like, you know, I'll be honest, we had an inspection here. The buyers come up. It's a little weird. It's like, yeah, yeah. And they said something like, oh, we've already bought it. And I was thinking, I don't think so, pal. Not yet. You mm-hmm. haven't, you know, <laughs> not yet. And, you know, even this, this illustrious uh, podcast studio, the, the room that this, you know, I, I was thinking the other day about that. I was pulling up tape off the floor where I had our chairs marked. You know, mm-hmm. where we would sit and do our streams. And yeah. it's like, uh, 
a lot of history here for, for yeah, us, for dude. the Everman podcast in this little yeah. room. And, and, you know, you see on my, well, you won't see it on this episode, but in our next episode will be a video podcast. And, you know, it's a little little sparse. The, the lighting is not as fancy, but some of the things are still up. But then after that podcast is filmed, everything's coming down. It's just going to be a shell. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, it's a weird thing. But, I mean, you've, you've moved a lot. Yeah. You've moved all over the country. How did you deal with... How did you deal with moving from place to place and, and leaving people behind and all that? I mean, for me, it was a little bit different because before I met Candace, you know, I was El Solo Lobo, Lone Wolf, right? It, I, it, you know, it was just me. All of my friends were in Chicago, so I didn't really have too much, you know, to too much that kept me in every place, you know? So I just packed my bag, got out of the, you know, moved all of my stuff out. Uh, that place would stay until it's, you know, that place would stay. I'd be in my other place and then I'd have people handle the business to get it taken care of while I was still working and doing what I do. Um, but once you get married, once you get engaged, once you get a girlfriend, like that type of deal, then shit starts to become real. Then it's hard because then you start making memories in each place. And then it's like, fuck, man, like, really? You know, and it's, you know, similar to what you're going through now. You're like, like, I'm looking at the back of your wall. Like, I like it used to be full of stuff, you know what I mean? And now you just got like a couple, couple deals there. You extract this, you know, deal, a couple pictures. And it's like, damn, no, no, like lighting, no, no glow ring, no, like, you know, I know the LEDs have to come You know down. what I mean? Like it's, it's, it's crazy. It or, or thinking about this, the next time we have a video after our next one, is you're going to be in your new spot. Like, yep. Yeah. Create new memories. Exactly. In Texas. Bro. And it's, like, it's like that idea of, you know, your, your life as a book, you know, you're closing, it's not the end of the book. It's just, you're closing the chapter. And mm-hmm. like I said multiple times. And when, when I talked about why we're doing this, you know, I always thought I would stay in this general area and not because I, I didn't, you know, I'm not one of those like people that's afraid to leave home, but I've traveled a lot. I've gotten to see a lot of parts of the country that are beautiful. And I had never really been anywhere where I could see like, you know what? This is where I definitely would leave everybody behind. But, yeah, you know, like you said, man, especially you're when you, you get married and now you have this whole other extended family um, that's a part of your network. You know, that's a lot. It's a lot to, uh, you know, I hate to say leave behind because you're not leaving. It's you're just... Closing that that chapter and and moving on to the next thing is a little easier when you have FaceTime and, you know, the Everyman podcast. My family and friends can listen in and hear all the silliness that I'll be getting into in Texas. But Mm -hmm. it's definitely it's definitely not easy. And and the the closer you get to it, like right now, I realize today, like 30 days from now will be the last day that I'm working in my current role in my current office where I've been to. You know, just, I, I hate to use like war analogies, but like, you know, you go through shit, you, you go yeah. through, you know, call it a battle, a fight, whatever you want, you know, like you go through shit with guys in the, in the office, guys and girls yeah, in the dude. office and especially in the business I'm in. And, um, you know, it's, it's going to be weird to, to move on from, from that team and start a new team and, and all that, uh, that goes with it. But, you know, it's definitely weighing on my mind as I get closer to that that exit date of like, I'm not going to see that every day. You know, I'm not going to, 
I'm not going to drive by the giant yellow Sesame Place rubber ducky I've been taking it you know, for granted for 25 years. I was down in Philadelphia um, this past weekend. Shout out to Tony Pell. You. Um, for my little VIP going away date with him. And we were bouncing from bar to bar. And I was just thinking about all the different, you know, I was reminiscing, oh, I used to play that club. And oh, I remember, you know, going to that McDonald's that has the bulletproof glass and all those fun <laughs> things. Uh, that that I'll be moving on from, but it's it's weird. Like I thought for sure, like oh, I'm not gonna get sentimental. I'm just gonna pack my shit and get the fuck out of here. But you know, the the closer I get to it, the the more I'm thinking about it. And um, you know, the house is sold. We're under contract. Everything's passed. It's it's somebody else's soon. And mm-hmm. you know, the the more stuff we we pack up in boxes, and a couple of weeks the movers are coming to load our stuff up on trucks, and then it's really going to be fucking weird because it's going to yeah. be like, again, there's going to be like a bed in this house, a, one TV, a PlayStation, and this podcasting rig. This podcasting rig may actually be the last thing <laughs> that gets packed up in this house, you know. And it's and it's funny, um, it's funny that this wasn't even a thought. I didn't even know who you were. And now look at like by the end of the time of this house, you know, it's just, it's amazing that the, the journey that life can take you on and put mm-hmm. you, put you in a place uh, to, to kind of grow and have new opportunities. And, you know, we've been, this is another way that, you know, I, we talk all the time about being intentional, you know, it's, mm-hmm. it's like our mission statement. Mm-hmm. This is, this, this podcast is for the intentional, every man and every woman who wants to manifest you know, their reality and take their life into their hands and, and achieve what they want to do that. This is for mm-hmm. you, you know, and who, how could I be preaching that message if I'm not saying, you know what, I'm going to go where the opportunity is. Oh yeah. We're going to pack Absolutely. up, we're going to pack up in our modern day covered wagon, a Jeep gladiator. Right. We're going to fit as much shit into that thing as we can. We're going to drive for 22 hours and, uh, you know, find our new home. And, Absolutely. And it's, uh, you know, it's a beautiful thing. We're we're back. Slight little Windows driver glitch here. But, love but the, the Everyman podcast continues. It does. You know, the thing about moving in this modern day is it's still, the world still feels small. You know, mm-hmm. and it's the flight from Dallas back to, to Philly is two hours and 40 minutes. If you get a pilot who's on the gas, you know, you, you put your little your little mask on and you fly away. Tailwind. And you catch that tailwind. And uh, by the way, I did see they they extended the mask on the planes, which is good because, you know, I can smell the farts of a guy 25 rows ahead of me. <laughs> you know, so I'm sure, I'm sure this is, this is keeping me safe, but that's a whole other, that's a whole other podcast, but short of the, short of the mask rule, you know, it's a quick and easy flight back to the, uh, to the East coast. And, you know, we've got, uh, our eyes set on a baby in the next year. So, you know, people are going to be coming for that. It's like, you know what we'll do? We'll just move to Texas. We'll have a baby. Then everybody will come to us. It'll be perfect. It'll be awesome. Yeah. It'll be awesome, you know? Yeah, you can't beat it. You can't beat it. So, you know, the the, the weirdness of going into uncertainty, because I, I think if we, if we don't, right now we still don't have our next house 
exactly lined up. You know, we're, we're in the process of house hunting still, which, you know, house hunting where you are is a stressful function. Trying to do it remotely is even crazier. And, you know, this week we, our realtor, uh, shout out to the great Lacey. Mm. Um, she, uh, has just been going above and beyond and she's going out to houses you know, now that she we spent a whole couple days with her and she got to see like what we're looking at, she's you know, she knows what we're looking for and we send her some stuff and she's going out going to these houses, doing a walkthrough as if she's us, you know, mm-hmm. and filming it, sent FaceTiming us, sending us videos and little voice memos and all this stuff. And I and she's like, try I know just you guys can trust me, you know, I won't I'm not gonna recommend you go somewhere in a bad area. Like I'll tell you if it's if it's Worth, I think you guys flying out here to see it. Mm-hmm. I will tell you, we got to move on it. And, uh, you know, she, she went to a house, one, one house that looked great in the photos, you know, and then she got there and it wasn't, wasn't great. And it was like, she's like, I just got a bad vibe. Like there was somebody weird out there. The, the <laughs> lawn next door was overgrown, whatever. <laughs> and I said to my wife and I was like, you know, here we are taking, you know, basically a stranger's a third party strangers vibe check mm-hmm. in, as our, the most important decision we've ever made together mm-hmm. as a married couple to date. Yeah. So it's kind of hilarious, you know, but at the same time, it's like, you know, it's a new, it's a new world. So right now, you know, she's going to look at a couple more houses for us in the next couple of days. Nice. And we're basically going to put an offer in and then fly out there. Nice. You know, like so, it's like, what are you gonna do? You know, like I've never, I've never been like a yeah, just hop on a plane. Like that just never. I've never lived in a in a, a life where it's like yeah, just you just hop on a plane, fly across country. Like that's always yeah. even though it's like Take a, a three, even though it's like a three hundred dollar. It's I mean, which is a lot of money, but it's not nothing. It's yeah. not expensive. It's not nothing. I think like you know, the shit that I've spent three hundred dollars on in my life. Shit. Yeah, you know what I, know. I mean? Like, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm talking samurai swords, wrestling title belts, in-app purchases, <laughs> in-app purchases. There was a there was a two year stretch where I was deeply addicted to Madden Ultimate Team. Like, mm-hmm. it's just you're you know, and it's like I put it in the grand scheme of things. It's like you know what, this isn't that crazy. Yeah. Um. So you know, we're doing this little attempt at remote viewing, you know, going and looking at it, having somebody go check it out for us, talking to people we know there. And, you know, one way or another, we'll find a house. And I keep telling my wife, you know, one of these links we send back and forth to each other is going to end up being our home, which is kind of a crazy thing to think about. Then I'm like, then I'm all focusing on that. I'm like, maybe this is the one, you know, but you don't know. It's just going to happen. You never know. It's just going to be the link, bro. It might be the link. It's just going to happen. Because you guys were looking for a while when you got, when you got situated, right? Dude, we were, we were looking and it was, it was like, Candace looked we went to like she went to like two or three before like she wasn't the the home that we're in now we weren't even looking for it just Candace was out I was at work she checked it out because she went she's going down the street she actually got pulled over by a cop which is was how, how it happened always a she, good sign oh yeah she was flying past the house and realtor was was in the car with her and then it's like oh well the realtor was ahead of her and she was flying back by the house behind the realtor and then she was just like i wonder if like that house is huh she got like a weird feeling 
cop pulls her over and, and like, <laughs> and, and, and like gets out of the car, comes around. It's like, Hey, listen, uh, you know, how like fast you were going. She's like, yeah, yeah, I understand. But like, do you know anything about that house back there? And the guy's like from the neighborhood and he's like, he's like, yeah, man, that house is, yeah, it's getting flipped. Like, you know, it's, it's been, a, been, been vacant for like a, a year, year and a half. The developers are, you know, it's almost done. Like, and, and she's like, yeah, well, I, I know you want to like do the license registration thing, but like, can we just like hold off on that? And just like, like, can I go see this house? And then like, thankfully the cop was like, <laughs> the hood spawn you right like <laughs> sure uh i'll just wait for you to go through this home and then you can come out and talk to me later which he did and he, he's actually friends with us now um but yeah she got out of the car had this crazy suspicion that this house would be available it like what it hadn't even hit the market it was about to hit, about to hit the market within the next month um she gets out she sees the house the developers there people are going in and out trying to fix it up and and you know she's like this is gonna be our home she calls me she lets me know about it and i'm like holy shit this looks cool i go see it like a week later i like it i love it it looks awesome and then here we are man it's just just weird talk about you know pretty lady privilege right there i mean (laughs) right (laughs) like respectfully uh they're not doing that for me or you you know (laughs) no way bro no way uh, you know, one time I was I was rushing home from work, and uh, I really had to take a shit, and I blew through a stop sign, and mm-hmm. and the cop cop pulled me over like, you know, I could see my my parents' house, and I was like, officer, don't mean to be rude. I know what I did. I'm not gonna lie to you. I got a shit. I swear to God, I have to shit. <laughs> and I said, write me the ticket. Can we deal with this at court? You know, I, I live yeah. here. I trust me. I know I shouldn't have done this. I complain about him. I'm going to shit my pants. Yeah. And he looked at me and he goes, all right, here you go. Quick. <laughs> Boom. He's like, come see. We'll see. We'll deal with it at court. I go home. I literally am like, it was one of those ones where like, I'm pulling my pants down and it's as I'm getting, new. you know what I mean? Yeah. Like I was yeah. like, <laughs> I was shitting as I'm lowering onto the seat. Right. And I'm like, then I'm, I'm sweating. I'm shitting. Right. right. And I'm, I'm holding this ticket. I'm like, mother fuck, you know? Yeah. So <laughs> I, I go to court and, uh, the cop, nice officer comes in, looks at me and he goes, you got shit, right? He he goes, you're the shit guy, right? And I was like, yes, sir. That was me. And he goes, how was it? I was like, I, and I told him, and I was like, I almost didn't make it. He, he laughed. He's like, all right, here's what we're going to do. And, you know, he got rid of the points, and, you know, I paid the fine. And he's like, listen, don't do it ever again. If I find out that you're doing it again, you know, you're going you're gonna to get the points and this and that. And I was like, you, sir, you know, no problem. Thank you very much. Paid the fine. Got out of there. And mm-hmm. it's like it was one of those times where I was like, I wasn't trying to weasel my way out. You know, yeah. but I just hit him with the truth. And I think he could see it on my Dude. face. And I was also, it was like, I was working as a Best Buy manager at the time. I had my Best Buy shirt on. You know, yeah. it was like 10 o'clock at night. He could tell. He knew I was coming from work. And, you know, it made sense. And uh, I even said to him, I said, listen, if you want to follow me home and verify. Right. And he's right. like, I don't, I don't need to do that. 
Yeah. I'm like, seriously, you can sit outside the door while I shit and then write me the ticket. <laughs> you know, Bro, like have you the, eaten the, dinner yet? My mom will make you something, you know? Yeah, 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 yeah. Dude, nice the guy. truth works, man. Like, that's... Sometimes just, it does. Some, yeah. So, like, I've been pulled over a few times, and out of the few times that I've been pulled over, you know, the times where you're like, ah, I didn't see it, or I passed the point of no return, or whatever it is. <laughs> yeah. yep. It's like, yeah, no, nah, fuck you, dude. You got to yeah. yeah, pay this. Yep. But, like, I'm, like, doing 160 miles an hour on a turnpike and pass a cop, and I had to slow down because I was, like, two miles ahead of him because I, I knew he was coming for me. Nobody else he's he going comes, after, yeah. Right. As soon as he comes to the door, he's just like, oh, do you know how fast you're going? Give me one good reason why I shouldn't pull your ass in right now. And I was just like. I don't have a reason for you. He's like, I was doing about 160, 65. And uh, man, I just, I haven't opened this truck up yet, but it's my favorite truck. I, I had to do it. It's got a Viper engine. And he's like, he just starts busting up laughing, man. Hat on the ground, fucking spitting up on himself. His eyes turn red. And then he's just like, you know what? This is my favorite truck too. Pop the hood. Yeah, let's take a look at this we, warlock. And then, and then we start fucking. And then he's like, hey man, dude, just. I'm not going to, I get it. I get it. I understand. You're, you're cool, but you can fucking die out here doing that. So oh like, yeah. Or worse. Yeah. So you kill a whole yeah. school bus. Yeah. I kill some. Yeah, yeah. That too. So, and that was it. But speaking truth, of, man, speaking of Vipers, dude, the other day I saw a black, it's probably like a 97 or 96 Viper just rip it up convertible mm-hmm. with the fin black with the white stripes. Ooh, ooh. And I'm looking at it and I'm thinking like, is it is there a cooler car than the mm. Viper? Like that was the like in the nineties, man, yeah. that was like the fucking deal. And yeah. you know, I actually it's funny, like sometimes I go down a rabbit hole and I find these really I'm amazed at how the quality of production on YouTube sometimes. Like there's this one family it's called Epic Family Road Trip. And it's like mm-hmm. this family from Canada, they decided to sell all their shit and they drive around in these badass jeeps all over the country full time and they just yeah. travel and camp and they live out of their jeeps and then wow. they they produce every week like a 30 to 45 minute broadcast quality travel show yeah from the back of their fucking jeep right and it's like right. drone cam multi cameras audio you know original audio yeah. voiceovers like and they're doing it on the road and it's like the, the production quality is amazing. And there's like some car. I started getting into all the Jeep YouTubes and stuff. There's some car ones out there that I'm like, who's even, who needs, there's no way anybody, any network could make a car show better than this guy. Cause this guy's so passionate about it. And right, right. They, he goes over like weird cars and they were going over the, like the first Viper and yeah. how there was like no windows in it. There was no, anti-lock brakes there was no like all it was was a seatbelt there was like just a tape deck and an fm radio but it was just like every single dollar in that vehicle went into that fucking v12 and (laughs) and like it was like a death trap no airbags no dude no door handles on the outside so no windows freaking slide in like a you had to you you had to like reach over and open it from the inside and like it's just stupid shit like that and you're like Man, it's still cool. I would still fucking love that. But I fucking drive that car. Yeah. It, dude, it led me to a guy that took a Viper Venom V12 engine mm-hmm. and put it into a fucking motorcycle. Ooh. Ooh. 
if there's a more fun way to die i don't know what it would be yeah but could you imagine a little 800 pound bike (laughs) you know what i mean well so then like you're going to texas right and then you got your you you'll be next door to freaking john hennessy who does nothing but soup up already souped up cars oh yeah to ungodly like horsepower level. Oh, it's like, oh, you know I mean? yeah, seven hundred. How about twelve hundred horsepower? Yeah. Well, as you soon as what? the let's make a three second SUV. Yeah, as <laughs> soon as the new Supra came out, it like stock has like I don't know three sixty five, mm-hmm. and like within a week, there's like up oh, the first thousand horsepower Supra is out. It's like, what? How did they do that? You know, <laughs> the car culture in Texas is is sick like it's, the, it's the low riders then you see a fucking 12 inch lifted chevy and then dude i saw like an old scout you know like old broncos just like yeah just real real dude, interesting shit quad turbo diesel ram like what what are you doing i'll tell you what i want to trade the gladiator <laughs> in for the turbo diesel mm-hmm. <sighs> oh i heard one of those on the road i yeah. heard it and i was like what is that just like, and I look over and it was a gladiator. I'm like, what is, what does he have? And then I saw right. the diesel badge and I was like, oh, I got to get one of those. Mm-hmm. It's just got yeah. that like high pitched turbo wind that you're like, oh, mm, dude, dude, I yeah. don't know what you are, but you're fast. <laughs> <laughs> you're big. Yeah. You're fast. Yeah. You're super strong and fast. I want to be your friend. <laughs> it's like Kevin Costner from uh, what was that? That swim movie he was in. Oh man, I can't uh, think of uh, it. Fucking Waterworld. No, no, not the, the the way he was—he was like a—he was like a, he was like a, oh, a oh, swim the, instructor the, with the uh, Ashton Kutcher, Ashton Kutcher uh, the diving, the yeah, 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 yeah. yeah but and, and like one of the things he's like, he's like, oh, you're big, you're fast. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, that's man. how I, that's how I'm gonna talk to our next uh, Diesel Gladiator. Oh, you're so big and fast. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, it's you know, like I said, it's a fun, it's a fun and expensive hobby to get into, and I never had any interest in cars, and then all of a sudden I'm like. Oh, I wonder what that does. You know, Dude, you're borderline a Texan. That's why. Look, you got the, got the cowboy the hat. hat in the back. Cow, yeah. Cowboy hat in the back. You're... I already got my boots picked out. The only reason Evolving. I didn't get the boots. only reason I didn't get the boots when we were there is I didn't, I didn't have room in my carry-on. You know, and I also now, felt like. boot etiquette? Because you told me about the hat etiquette. Well, the there's, etiquette? yeah. I mean, you there's basically boots for every occasion from construction to wearing a tuxedo. You know? Okay. Okay. So you All can, right. you can, I mean, there's, you know ostrich python mm-hmm. white alligator you know like yeah you can get you can probably get human boots in texas i, I don't know <laughs> <laughs> so, but I, I found a nice pair of tacovas you know they called the goat roper you know nice little okay. it's a modest modest little boost in height there okay you know nice nice leather dude we walked past this store and forward i could smell the leather outside i went in i was like i gotta I could get my eyes on this leather. You know, you get that natch, that real leather whiff. Yeah, that's a strong. Yeah. That's a that strong whiff. Wake you up. That should wake you up, man. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. It'll wake you up. I just want to be yeah. draped in this shit. You know, fucking <laughs> dripping in leather. I'm just gonna become the leather man out there. <laughs> Where's your face, Justin? <laughs> it's a, I'm wearing a leather ski mask. I let me tell you, I've been thinking about this. The heat of Texas. Now, oh, dude, it's going to burn. Everyone tells up. me like, and I know like, this is the thing I'm trying to do is that they're like, you don't understand the heat. And I'm going, you're right. I don't understand the heat. I'm just going to fucking figure it out when it happens to me. And I know like 
it's, I don't know, it was like 84 degrees today. And I was like, I'm hot, you know? <laughs> and like, <laughs> there, I have no context for this true heat. And I'm going to be sitting there one day. I know it'll happen. And I'm going to come out of my building work and I'm going to be like, what the fuck is this? Bro, remember when I told you when I went down for that shoot? It rained and it, it, the ground was so hot that when the rain hit the ground, it created like literal like steam pockets of like just zero visibility. And that's all you heard outside. You're like, what the fuck? And they're like, oh, yeah, it's just the steam. You're like, oh, it's just the steam. Okay. Oh, okay. Yeah, all right. You couldn't see down. It's just evaporating in there. It's crazy hot, bro. Dude, I, we're, we're hanging crazy. out. Crazy. We're hanging out at this Holiday Inn bar in Fort Worth. And my man Mark goes, yeah, we're getting a hailstorm tonight. And I'm like, really? He's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, shouldn't be too bad. You know, maybe like uh, he holds up his hand. He does like a like a quarter size. I said, <laughs> a quarter. not too bad. He's like, oh, that's nothing. He's like, get him as big as softballs out here. I said, as big as <laughs> softballs? <laughs> He's like, hell yeah, brother. Bigger than that, too. And I'm like, stop. And then like. The, the other three guys at the bar look over and they just went, mm-hmm. And I'm like, come on. Come on. And they're like, no, no, wow, no. Seriously. Bro. And then they're like, you know, oh, yeah, there's the eight tornadoes touched out over there. We're at the end of tornado. Like, it's going to be a whole, it's going to be a whole different. Dude. It seems like what I've been doing is not really living. You know, like compared to the, they got armadillos and. Oh, uh, yeah. Armadillos are Fucking sick. mountain lions and, you know. Yeah. Yeah, you, when you see a little, when you see an animal the size of a small dog that has armor rolling around the fucking earth. Oh, I love it. Yeah. Did, did I you was know, like, what the hell is this? It's armadillo. Fudge. Did you know that there are more tigers in, kept, in private captivity in Texas, just in the great state of Texas, than there are tigers in the wild in the whole world? Wow. Wow. You know, getting shot is not the worst thing that could happen to you breaking into somebody's house in Texas. Jeez. Motherfucker could have a tiger. Yeah. Fucking tiger cub, man. Tiger king. Right. In Texas. A well trained tiger. Even if it's not a well trained tiger, that might be the that might be worse. Mm. But yeah, you can't I mean, dude, you seems like you can see it anything out there. Get um, mauled. You know, so trying to figure out, you know, one thing after another, hopping on jets, you know, I feel like a little young Ric Flair, mm-hmm. Nissan Sentra, Enterprise rental car riding, jet flying, you know what I mean, wheeling and dealing. I'm over here, I'm over here negotiating uh, the sale of yard furniture on Facebook Marketplace like I'm uh, the Wolf of Wall Street. It's, you know, the Wolf of Facebook Marketplace. It's, uh, I'll tell you. Sounded like an easy thing uh, until we got into it. And here we are. You know, what can you do? But I'll tell you what, next couple weeks, we got we got a few interviews coming up here. Um, might as well just let the cat out of the bag now. The, the one and only Academy, not Academy, Grammy mm-hmm. winner, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. James Labrie. Yeah. Dream Theater just won a Grammy. Um, yeah, dude. You know, which is crazy. We're going to talk about that. But uh, the Grammy winning lead singer, 
uh, front man of Dream Theater. He's got a new solo album coming out here in a few weeks. Uh, James Labrie, great friend of the show, one of our favorite guests. Uh, multiple, multiple times here in the canoe with us. He's coming back uh, to do a little podcast, talk about that. Then we're going to be catching up with his son, Chance, who played drums on the record. Um, yeah. And, uh, you know, we'll, we'll see what happens there. But next couple of weeks, we got that. We got, you know, more more of the journey. I'm going to do some sort of documenting of, I haven't quite figured out how I'm going to do it yet. Mm-hmm. I ordered a dash camera, so I'm going to film the whole trip. And then, fuck knows what I'm going to do with that. But... <laughs> <laughs> You know, 22 hours of uh, turnpike footage um, might, get, might, might get a few gems in there. Um, so I'm going to be documenting that journey, you know, one way or another. You know, keep an eye on our, on our Instagram, the Everman Podcast on Instagram, you know, my Instagram as well. Um, and, uh, you know, just hang tight and, uh, and stick with us. And, you know, uh, I want to also give a, a little special shout out to uh, Everyman Rob Merritt, uh, listener of our show, uh, supporter. Mm-hmm. Awesome dude, you know he's been hitting me up with uh, little, you know, little prayers and words of encouragement for for me and my wife, and um, nice. I appreciate it, brother. Thank you very much, and I uh, hope you're having a great day. I hope this podcast uh, pops you up a little bit, and uh, you know, to the every man and the every woman riding with us, you know, we love you. Thank you, you know, continue to have a good good day. Treat people with love and respect, and uh, you know, we'll catch you down the road. Catch you. <laughs>